This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Scammers are taking advantage of people's fears during the COVID-19 pandemic. Common scams include phishing for personal information, online shopping and superannuation scams. Here's how to spot a scam and how to protect yourself. Scamwatch is a website run by the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, the ACCC, and provides information to consumers and small businesses about how to recognise, avoid and report scams. The website has received over 6,415 scam reports mentioning the coronavirus, with more than 9,800,000 in reported losses since the COVID-19 outbreak began. The Digital Health Agency is the Australian government agency responsible for My Health Record, Australia's digital prescriptions and health referral system, and other e-health programs. Dr Steve Hambleton is the Chief Clinical Advisor to the Australian Digital Health Agency. He says there's a wide range of scams relating to COVID-19 vaccines in Australia. There are people selling fake vaccine appointments. And of course, to get an appointment, they need to know who you are. That's what they want. We've seen fake vaccines being offered to be mailed to you. Fake vaccine surveys. So they're going to ask you questions about the vaccine, about side effects perhaps. You might be asked for payment to send you a vaccine, which you shouldn't be paying for. Sometimes there's a charge for a pre-test prior to getting a vaccine. Again, you don't need any test prior to getting a vaccine. Maybe even a scam saying, put your name on a waiting list. You don't need to do that. The Digital Health Agency is warning consumers to be wary of scammers offering the use of online fake vaccination certificate generators. Dr Hambleton says it's highly likely that those seeking a fake vaccination certificate will be providing their personal information, including credit card details, to cyber criminals, putting themselves at risk of identity theft. People are offering these fake certificates on the black market. Of course, providing you with a certificate is one problem, and that means you put yourself at risk and you put your family at risk. But to get that certificate, they're going to want personal information about you, and that's really what they want. They want identifying information, they want health information, and of course, that gives them the ability to steal your identity. It's really, really serious. Dr. Hambleton says personal health information is a valuable commodity on the black market web forums, and when someone loses control of this information, it is extremely difficult to regain it. Scammers are also pretending to be government agencies providing information on COVID-19 through text messages and emails phishing for people's information, explains Dr. Hambleton. The other way of fooling people is to take images that look like they're from a government entity and add them to the emails or add them to the text messages. You know, MyGov, for example, there's been a large number of changes to MyGov and we've seen scams where images of the MyGov logo comes in. Don't click on that link because that's not the way MyGov will contact you. Go to the website directly. That's very important. Dr. Hambleton says scammers may be calling you or contact you via social media, email or text message. He advises people to think twice before clicking on a link contained in an unsolicited email or text. We're all getting emails now saying that a package couldn't be delivered. Please click on this link. Well, if you're not expecting a package, don't click on the link. You're getting accurate logos of these big organisations like eBay, like Amazon, like online shopping providers 
that look real that are asking you for information. So if you're not expecting a package, be very suspicious about that package. And you might want to go back to the original purchase order rather than click on a link, because that's not how these businesses do business. Dr. Suranga Senaviratne is a lecturer in security at the School of Computer Science at the University of Sydney. He explains how malware can steal personal information. They can create a link so where the link contains the malware, the malicious software. So once you click on that link, the malicious software comes to your computer and gets installed. Once the software is there, silently, I mean, most of the malware, what they do, they are there in your computer for a, a period of time. So, for example, the software actually can record whatever keys you type. They have a con control and communication channel where they actually send all those information to the bad guys. Scammers may also set up websites that look real and impersonating government, businesses or even friends. They may also collect information about their target person so that before they make contact, they can provide some information about you, which make them more convincing. Scammers have also created fake online stores claiming to sell products that don't exist, ranging from cures or vaccinations for COVID-19 to products such as face masks. Shantan Chang is a professor at the School of Computing and Information Systems at the University of Melbourne. He says scammers are usually after people's personal details. If you have your name, address, date of birth, uh, possibly your phone number as well, they can go to your financial institution and pretend to be you. It's the way that all official organizations would identify who you are. He says someone's personal details can be sold to the dark web, which can result in identity theft. Your personal details are highly valuable and can be monetized. So what it means is that even if they are not getting money from you or credit card details, if they get your personal details, including your date of birth, where you live and all that, they can use that and sell that on or use it in ways to earn money from it. So that's what you would call identity theft, which is very damaging. Dr. Priyadar Sinanda from the Faculty of Engineering and IT at the University of Technology in Sydney says working from home makes people more vulnerable to scams. Because we are all uh, working from home, we don't have any necessary security measures in our network or how we are connected to the internet. Without your knowledge, so you might be passing quite a lot of confidential information and um, scammer is basically watching you, your activities, what information you are sending and all, and then can grab those information. In an organization, you have a lot of security measures and a lot of patches, a lot of security software, so who, which actually protects you. Dr. Chang says the pandemic has created the perfect storm from both a socio-psychological and economic perspective for scammers to find easy prey in our society. There are many things that sounds legit. It plays on people's fears, need for stability, security, urgency, anxiety, masquerades as authority and it preys on people who are vulnerable and vulnerable doesn't mean that you are weak or whatever it's just that in particular circumstances when you are anxiously looking for help that's when they strike and this is what we want to be careful of business scams have also surged during the pandemic scammers are also taking advantage of people in financial hardship due to covid 19 by attempting to steal their superannuation or by offering unnecessary services and charging a fee, Dr. Hambleton explains. 
there's been an early access to superannuation earlier in this pandemic. And again, preying on people who are desperate or at risk. You know, there are links to say, go here and we can uh, get you early access to superannuation or government services or Centrelink. All of these things prey on the vulnerable. The tax office does not contact you like that by a text message or by an email generally. So be suspicious. All of those things that are offering early access to money or want your personal details, you've got to be really careful. Dr Hambleton says it's important for people who have been scammed to report it. There's been thousands of scams reported and there's people who have actually lost money and people get embarrassed about that and they don't report it. And if you think you've been scammed, you really should tell someone, you really should inform people. And look, if you're worried about scams, you should. There is a website which will help you. It's called scamwatch.gov.au and I'd really recommend people going there and taking a look. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio. 